Broadcasting live from the Subaru of Gwinnett Studios in Atlanta, it's time for On the Money, presented by Embassy National Bank. Now, here's your host, Joe Moss. Hi, everybody. Welcome to this week's edition of On the Money. We are the number one small business podcast on Business Radio X, uh, the show sponsored by Embassy National Bank. We, as you all know, we discuss, discuss topics that are helpful to small business owners to help them succeed in this tough world that we're in, because we all know that Embassy likes to help small business. My name is Joe Moss. I'm the moderator and president over at the bank. And we are coming today live from the Gwinnett Center in Duluth. So we are uh, on site today. And uh, the Gwinnett Center is hosting the Small Business Summit here today. And so Business Radio X was a participant. Um, we've got a, a very, i am been trying to get this show put together for about three months. <laughs> and I think we're, we're finally here because I wanted to talk about it. Uh, we have Mr. Doug nicely who is the evp of studio operations over at eagle rock studios here in atlanta and he's a big uh, they're making a big entree into the film industry here in georgia so doug welcome thank you i'm glad to be here we're going to uh talk about the film industry and how that can impact small business and i'd like to talk about what it's like I'd like to talk about what you do okay. i think everybody wants to hear be behind the scenes a little bit from time to time so hopefully we'll do all of that it's a lot more blue collar than people think it is <laughs> i i believe you i believe you because i know someone who's in the business as a sound type thing and yeah it's what he says yeah um you got to put up a lot of egos from time to time yes 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 well doug um tell me about eagle rock studios let's start there well, we're the largest facility, production facility under one roof in America, probably the world. We're uh, 465,000 square feet is the building. We have 120,000 square feet of stage spaces. That's four state, 30,000 square foot stages. Then we have flex space that is set up for warehousing and shops. Uh, we have 30,000 square feet of office space. And then we have something very unique and it's really for Georgia in its breezeways. So companies can park their base camps, which is all your star trailers, right? Uh, wardrobe, hair and makeup, inside, out of the weather. And nobody wow. else has that. But the, the first sentence that you had, I, you kind of said that unboastfully, but why don't you repeat that so everybody hears that. Here in Gwinnett County, you have the largest production facility under one roof, everything under one roof in, in probably the world, yeah. definitely the United States. And it's States. right down there off of Jimmy Carter Boulevard. Yes. That's pretty amazing. How did you get associated with Eagle Rock? Um, about three years ago, I was working with uh, an, the man that helped design this uh, for ABC Disney, doing... Uh, we were doing two shows. We were doing Devious Maids for Lifetime that's actually just started its fourth season. Mm -hmm. And then we were doing another show called Resurrection. Uh, the first season for both shows, we were at uh, Screen Gems. And Hunger Games, King right. of Atlanta, right. took over the stages. Right. All of them, pretty All much. of them, the whole lot. And so we had to find a place for the second season. Uh, I called 
John Raleigh, who's a commercial realtor that kind of specializes in the, the movie industry. Right, and he's got his own studio. Yeah, he has Maylene Avenue, and then he just opened up Boat Rock, which is an, a second stage out off of Fulton Industrial. But called him up, said, John, I need 70,000 square feet of stage space. I need office space. Where I, I need it. And he said, I have a building that's not on the market yet. Let me check on it. Uh, we went out and looked at it. It's in Stone Mountain. It's the original Eagle Rock. Mm-hmm. Uh, they were set to move out at the first of the year into their new headquarters. They had bought what was the Kraft Southeastern Distribution Center and built a new headquarters building. And then they have a 300,000 square foot cooler there for their Eagle Rocks. The yeah, Anheuser they've got Bush. one of the beer distributors. Yeah, Anheuser-Busch. Right. And, and they've been around forever. Yes. Yeah. yeah. And... So we moved into Stone Mountain, their old facility, changed it into to stages. Mm-hmm. Uh, they liked working with movie studios. Uh, they're very good clients, very good tenants. Now, did the studio have to do, did, did the, who did all the leasehold improvement associated with all that? For Stone Mountain, ABC Disney did. Okay. They took the building as is. And then they put in a demising wall to what they had was a 78,000 square foot beer cooler. And we needed to divide it into two stages so that you could be working on one right. while you were shooting on the other. Right. So we did that. We took out the commercial refrigeration and put in HVAC. It needed to be quiet. And then we also put in power. And Georgia Power was very instrumental with that. But movies use a lot of power they move uh, and they have to be quiet it has to be very quiet and they use power plus the lighting is huge i would think the wiring is huge yeah what what we did at at stone mountain uh is we went with leds and that saves in two uh, multiple aspects it they put off like a tenth of the heat that a incandescent a tungsten bulb does so you have less heat. They use a sixth of the power. They cost more. They but, do cost more, but yeah. But a sixth of the power. and But then by doing we had to do the whole package. We knew that because we were doing the improvements, we, had, we were doing them within the budget of a show. So what we had to do is say, okay, we want to put, you know, shore power. We want to put in hard power. If we don't do that, we're going to have to run generators. Okay. So what are the generators going to cost? What's the fuel for the generators going to cost? What's all the extra cable going to cost? The Jenny operator. Because you got all the issues that a data center would have, UPS, yes. all that mm-hmm. stuff, don't you? And then with the, the so we, we looked at that and what that would cost. And then even though it's a cooler, you have to keep it cool. So what is portable HVAC going to cost? And... So we came up with those numbers, and then we went out and found contractors and said, okay, here's how much money we have. What can you give us? Mm-hmm. And we found what we needed to find and, and put them in and built that into the stage. But so how much did they spend on the on – the, uh, how much did ABC spend on the Stone Mountain stage? Uh, initially, almost a million million yeah and then ultimately what do they have in it out there well that's they keep on making improvements right right. but uh they have a very favorable lease because basically they they leased a warehouse instead of a studio sure sure so they're probably close to a million and a half two million in improvements uh they built a greenhouse 
just for their plants because the show Devious Maids is set in that makes Beverly sense. Hills. So that they need sense. a lot of palm trees and tropicals and stuff. So they built a big greenhouse. Uh, they they just did other improvements that were really conducive for them. Mm-hmm. Uh, so they're all in. I, I'm not sure. I, I, I'm not privy to that anymore since I, I'm working for Eagle Rock now. But I would guess million and a half, two million dollars. So when you, when uh, what kind of an investment did Eagle Rock have to make in their new studio? Uh, a little bit over fifteen million. Fifteen million, and that doesn't include the real estate. No, they own the building. Yeah, they they own the building, and so that was just what we did. Is it was craft, so it was a giant dry warehouse. Right. Uh, 465,000 square feet. And then the office space was still decorated like it was for craft. Right. So it was the 80s with the, the high cubicles. Oh, and the, that the, won't work for Hollywood. Well, <laughs> it was just dated. Right. I, I mean, it, it, it was the biggest thing is it was dark. Right. Uh, because I think the building originally was GE. And then when Kraft moved in, they built the offices. And it, it appears that they had, when they built the offices, they had to build a fireproof box Mm -hmm. so they had skylights but no windows because you had dock doors there's on the whole property 100 and some docks loading docks because you had 500 trucks a day coming in and out to load macaroni and cheese and and whatever so when they built the offices those dock doors went up so they they didn't put windows in okay when we went in to do the remodel one of the things we had to do was put windows in and figure out how to put windows in for the offices because Movie people, the the shooting day is twelve hours. So with lunch in there, it's it's closer to thirteen. And that, then they still have all the work to do afterwards. There's there's production. There's different departments, but the, there's a production office and accounting and set dressing. The art department. They're usually a, a little bit more regular hours. I, I mean, our day is at Eagle Rock. Right now, we have two shows. We have Sony and we have Lionsgate. And so we have someone there 5.30 in the morning because construction comes in. And they're a little bit more normal hours. Mm-hmm. And then, like today, both shows are shooting on stage. So one had a call where they started at 9 o'clock and the other one was at 9.30. And it's all self-contained there. It's all, con- everything's So the, the actors just show up there and do whatever they need mm-hmm. to do. And I guess that's helpful to the hotel next door and... Because I know they just remodeled that uh, Drury right across the street. Yeah, I'm not sure where they're... What we did is when we uh, opened up, we talked with Lisa Anders, who's the camera-ready person Mm -hmm. for Gwinnett County, and we did a list of all the housing, all the vendors, all the restaurants that would cater lunch and and put that together so that uh, every day they they have a catering truck that feeds the shooting crew. Mm -hmm. But the office staff, it's their lunch is catered in. Okay. So and they go, that they have a list, and they'll go up and Papados one day, and Mojitos and Norcross another day, and you know just different area businesses right. that, that will come and bring their lunch. In. Right. Um, let's talk about the. Everybody likes to talk about the Georgia tax credit that has made all this happen. And uh, from what I understand, um, if you spend money here in Georgia and you use Georgia resources, now the kind of loophole in is you can bring uh, payroll room from out of state, but just about everything has to be spent, either used or spent mm-hmm. here in Georgia. You get a 30, up to a 30% tax, 
tax credit yes. for those expenses that you can then sell to someone else who has made income in Georgia, and then they use that to offset their income. Yeah, because what happened is there's only a few studios that make, you know, there, there's Disney, but Disney has ABC, they have Disney, that they have multiple production entities. Mm-hmm. Warner Brothers is, is the same way. So they, and they'll do multiple projects each year. So they get a tax credit for each show. Mm-hmm. But they can only use so many of them. So Georgia's are sellable. So they will sell them for, I don't know what the going rate is right now, 75, 80 cents on the dollar. That's what but, it sounds like. But there's, all, you know, it's kind of like environmental credits, too. I mean, mm-hmm. when you fix up a stream and you get to sell some credits, it's only as good as the people that make enough income to use those credits. Mm-hmm. And then I understand that they, they're able to parcel them down so an individual could go buy some if they yes. wanted to. Yes. All right. So people have said, are, you know, are kind of giving away Georgia for all this to happen. But, you know, you were sure uh, before the show, you mentioned that you think that the tax credit number this year will be $300 million or thereabouts. Or more. I mean, the spend, Lee uh, Thomas from the film office spoke to the Gwinnett County Chamber. Right. And I think. She said the spend this year in Georgia was like $1.7 billion. So Okay, so $1.7 billion gets spent here mm-hmm. that arguably would not have been spent somewhere else. They get a 30% if they, they get put the trailer on the back end. They get a credit on the, a 30% credit on the back. Um, they sell that to someone who's already earned that income here in Georgia. And if you're an economist or if you understand uh, um you know, the, the accelerator effect of spending that kind of money, um, that probably has generated another 15 to $20 billion in spending here in Georgia, which is taxable at, you know, 15 20%. Mm-hmm. So I think the argument kind of falls on deaf ears. That it's, you know, it, it's a big win for Georgia. Well, it is because if you didn't have it, you wouldn't be getting anything. Correct. You're, you're getting 70% of something instead of 100% of nothing. Right. And the Eagle Rock Studios, they did not get any benefit for spending the money that they've spent. No, there, there's no rebate. The, the rebate doesn't count for building infrastructure. Right. And I know in that particular location, uh, they've upgraded their their warehouse, spent $15 million on basically was a cheese place. Uh, Drury Hotels right across the street is upgraded into a Hampton. That alone was a $5 million investment just on that one hotel. And I'm sure that's happening all over Gwinnett. So it's a big win to get all this money here. Well, it's huge because what you want is, if if you look at L.A., the studios are kind of spread out through different parts of Los Angeles. Correct. Like the CBS Studios and Studio City. Yes. So what's happening? It's a tiny split. It's tiny. I was surprised how tiny it was. Well, comparatively. Yeah. Comparative. Right. Yeah. It, it's, but here in Gwinnett County, so you have us. I mean, we're, we're up and you're up. Uh, OFS is leasing space out now. Movies go there because they, they, they need is space. A, oh, oh, they are the uh, fiber making company right next door to you. Yeah. Right. And so they're leasing space out to movie. It's basically warehouse space. There, there's, talk there's plans to develop it in, into more but right now it's just warehouse space that that people are using to shoot okay uh so you're the more 
one of the shows that we have, we didn't have enough space for them. So they go to OFS and use it there. So it's centralized. So now you're seeing down the road from us is uh, we have Cinelease in our building, which is all the grip electric. But then down the road, you have Pascal, which is another lighting company. Mm -hmm. You have VR, which are cameras. So across the across 85, there's another camera rental house. So you're seeing more businesses move into Gwinnett County to service because you don't want to have to run all the way to the airport to pick up lights or pick up a camera. And uh, uh, by the way, everybody, you're listening to Doug Nicely, who is the EVP over at the Eagle Rock Sound Studio, which is the large sound studio, um, 500,000 square foot sound studio located right here in Gwinnett County. Um, and we're just talking to him about the the business, uh, about Eagle Rock. And um, so let's, let's continue that. You mentioned before the show that... Um, there is some concern that the tax credit could just shut down. Well, there, there's no concern. It, it's it's stable. Now, Georgia's the most stable tax credit that's out there. And if we're comparing to North Carolina or Louisiana, it's the most reasonable, too, it well, sounds like. Yeah. Well, North Carolina doesn't have – they have uh, – they just funded it. I think there's $25 million in right. in a discretionary fund. But they had a 25% rebate. And they decided that they didn't need it, mm-hmm. that that they had shows here, that Sleepy Hollow w- was there for Fox that is now shooting in Conyers. But mm-hmm. the politicians looked and thought, okay, well, the industry's here, so let's do away with it. The day they did away with it, everything left. Poof. It, it just goes. So, like I said, Sleepy Hollow spent millions of dollars to move from Wilmington, North Carolina, to Conyers, Georgia. Uh other show they moved in louisiana they didn't have a cap on on their spend so they decided to put a cap on it they looked at last year and they paid out like 180 million so they were going to cap it at 225 million to allow for growth Mm -hmm. last minute deal on the vote they decided to go ahead and cap it at 180 million that was on a friday there was a panic on monday shows were leaving because nobody knew what was going on. you right. got to have stability. Georgia's stable. And the best thing that Georgia could do is just let the studios know that not only is it stable now, but it's going to be stable for the next 10 years. Sure, sure. And I I think it's going to be a lot like um, the Hope Scholarship. It's going to get people are going to be like, for example, the folks at Eagle Rock, they came out of pocket and spent a lot of money. There's a lot of infrastructure being built to support that industry that was not uh, tax advantaged. That's money that came out of somebody's pocket. And those are voters. Um, and they've got, they're going to want to see this thing continue. So the more money that's spent, the more voters get involved and realize it needs to stay here. Well, it does because I was in North Carolina for 25 years. And I, I got tired of the the politicalization of the the incentive it was up and down and up and down uh i was on the road i got tired of being on the road so i talked to a friend he's like come to georgia so i came to georgia i had a job but i came to georgia and then i've been here five years right i, I wouldn't be here without the film incentive let's I, 
by the way, um, I want to shout out to Steve Economos and his family uh, for doing what they've done. Uh, and uh, also thank them for all the contributions they've made to the community here in Gwinnett. Uh, but also, um, I'm a member of the Greek Orthodox Church, and I want to thank them publicly for all that they've done down there at the, uh, for the whole Greek community here in town. So, uh, Steve, if you're listening, I'm sure you'll hear a tape of this. Thanks to you and your family. Um, but, Doug, let's talk about I mean, I you know, wanted to have Steve here, and they said, well, I can send Doug. And then I saw your resume, and I went, I'm going to enjoy talking to Doug. Um, if you go to IDMB, which I guess mm -hmm. is the website that lists mm -hmm. everybody's stuff, um, your filmography is very impressive. Thank you. Um, so you're you're labeled pretty much as a location manager yes what does that mean you do all the logistics for filming okay so the the first thing is when a show's deciding where to go they will hire scouts like right now the way it works is the studios come up they decide to do a project the accountants at the studios say okay you can make this in georgia new york what pretty much Georgia. Uh, then they call up a location manager and they send you the script and you go through that script for all the locations, houses, businesses, roads, lakes, whatever is called for. And you send pictures. Now you post them on the internet, but you send them pictures so they look and they can make sure that what they want for their script is, is here. Okay. Then when they come, you you narrow it down to the actual locations then you do the deals to use those locations you work with the various government entities to be able to to permit for parking street closure fire just anything that's needed and then you clean up afterwards now you were now are you involved during the shoot yes okay yeah. so you're managing the whole thing as yes. it goes okay mm -hmm. um so it sounds like you're on the other side of the fence now. Yes, and with, I love it. With, <laughs> with Eagle Rock. But Eagle Rock could become its own studio, I guess, if, if the owners were so inclined. They could, but the, the industry, Georgia is probably always going to be number three. Okay. And that's a good place to be. Right. I mean, the industry is centered. It's been there for, since it moved from New Jersey, but for 80 years, it's in Los Angeles. That's where all the studios are. Right. So unless you're going to get Sony and Warner Brothers and Fox and all them to uproot and move to Atlanta, the, the, the industry is always going to be based in Hollywood. And there's no incentive on the table for people like that to come no. to Atlanta, is there? No. There are too entrenched, aren't they? It's just it's it's eighty what years it is. in. It, it, yes, <laughs> it just is what it is, and, and it's not it's not going to change. But those folks are are they look to shoot in a place. Yes. Okay. So yeah. the, it's the business has become a lot more. Um, well, business is incredibly global, um, but certainly, um, but Georgia has a lot of good outside shot places, right? I don't know if that's the right terminology. No, but. it's. I mean, the, the thing that Georgia has going for it that other states don't have is in Atlanta, you have a beautiful metropolitan city mm -hmm. with the busiest airport in the world. So it's That's key. very easy to get in and out of Atlanta. Then within an hour or so, you got mountains. Mm -hmm. And it's really not that far to the coast. You want the Atlantic coast, you want the Gulf coast. Mm -hmm. 
you got the the you've got a lot of looks in Georgia from the the oceans to the sea. So you've got shows that are filming in Savannah right now, and then a lot in Atlanta. But it's the Atlanta metro area. Right. I mean, they're in Kennesaw, they're in Norcross, they're in Stone Mountain, they're down in McDonough. Plus, we're nice people, right? It's not. It is nice to shoot here, right? I mean, it it really is, right. and, and that makes a difference. Well, the weather, climate, you know, kind of an all. You know, only have a couple of months where it's unbearably hot. And a little bit of snow. And a little bit of snow, but yeah, and I guess I'm comparing it to Los Angeles, so I better shut my mouth, right? But at, at Eagle Rock, you don't have to worry about that because we're under We're all inside. And I mm-hmm. guess that's the other thing. Um, how much of a, how much of the inside, how much of the shoot is actually inside? Well, right now we have, both shows that we have are TV. Well, one's a PlayStation series. Mm-hmm. So you, it's only, you have to have a PlayStation 4 mm-hmm. to see it because everybody wants to be the computer in the living room, you know, to stream your media. Okay, right. Uh, the other one is going to air on the uh, Oprah Winfrey Network. So there, one show's a seven-day episode. So they every seven days they do a new episode. Out of that, they spend three or four days on location and then the remainder on stage. The other one's a 4-4 four, four split where they're, Four days in and then four days out. Um, going back to your resume, one of my favorite films that I thought was very tough for a uh, location was Andersonville. That was, I did the reshoots on that. Okay. And what happened on that was uh, they shot here in Georgia. Yeah. They built the fort, they shot here in Georgia. When they were cutting the negatives, okay, it was shot on film, so they, they edit. And then they send the negatives out to be cut to make the final prints. Mm-hmm. Uh, production assistant didn't want to do air bills for those short rolls. So you had short rolls are smaller rolls of film. Right. So they duct tape them to the larger rolls. Okay. This doesn't, this doesn't sound like it's going it doesn't very end well. well. It, does, <laughs> it doesn't end well. So they shipped them to be cut and, and printed. And those four rolls got lost in transit. Wow. So there was a big insurance claim, and they had to reshoot three days. Wow. At the time, John Frankenheimer directed that, and he was doing another movie in North Carolina that uh, was called Silo 3 Jane and never got made, but he he was scouting that. So it's like, well, I'm here, so let's do the reshoot in North Carolina. Uh, So I got hired for that, and that was the most unique locations job I've ever had because every morning I would get up, and drive the roads looking for trees for find guys that were cutting lumber right and i was competing with the mills for like poles wow so every morning i drive around i'd say what do you have okay i need you know i'll pay five bucks a ton more than whatever just to get the trees in to build the fort and then we had to put in the road and everything and and then it was a hundred and some degrees when we were there and you had a thousand extras and wool uniforms you had to make it dusty and it was it was dusty on its own, right? Uh, but it was uh, for three days. And well, you you, yeah, it you heard it first. I don't know. You probably told this before, but uh, interesting that Andersonville was actually filmed in North Carolina. Well, most of it <laughs> okay. was filmed here. Uh, okay, I mean, most of it was filmed in Atlanta, and okay. it, it was just when they did the reshoot. But they didn't go down to Andersonville, South in South Georgia, to no. do it. Okay, no. I'm not. They did it somewhere here in the Atlanta area. Sure, I'm not sure where. Sure, huh? That's interesting. And what of your of this filmography, what sticks out as I don't know, your favorite, uh, most interesting? 
I, I think that uh, the most fun I had was Kiss the Girls. Okay. Because I did Second Unit. So that's oh, all. I read the book. Well, and the movie was fun, and it was very different than the book. Right. But um, Second Unit's book fun. The book was sick. The movie was It just couldn't be as sick as the book. Okay. It, it, it was very sick. <laughs> but on that, it was, uh, when I went in, I, I did the Second Unit, which is all stunts and, and action. Mm-hmm. And at that time, uh, the whole, they, they went to, they, it was in the Raleigh-Durham, North Carolina area. They wanted to shoot at uh, UNC, Chapel Hill, mm-hmm. and Duke. Uh, the public outcry, again, that people read the book, they didn't see the movie. So it was a show where you had nothing to lose. Everybody already hated you. There was no win on it. So I came in to do second unit and where you're blowing stuff up and the car chases and all that. And then it was the one time in my career that I didn't have to worry about keeping everybody happy. Wow. So it was a lot of fun. (laughs) (laughs) How's your budget on stuff like that? Are you limited to the number of cars you can blow up and wreck? Yeah, that's not a location budget, but yeah, it's all budgeted. They, they, they plan it all out. Well, you know, the, uh, I think it's the city card commercial where the director is looking out over a uh, frigate Mm -hmm. looks like it's a pirate movie and the frigate gets blown up and the director's reaction was no bigger so someone had to go get a brand new frigate i guess and make it bigger 20 years i mean now uh visual effects are amazing cgi right And so a lot of that stuff that, that you see now is, it's all done with computer. When, sure. when there's nothing there when you look at it. My son actually is in visual effects. Mm-hmm. And it's no fun to watch movies with him because, you, you know, he's like, oh, that's, that's a fake explosion. Where back in the day, <laughs> you know, the old, like the original Terminator movies and stuff, anything you saw was actually somebody doing it. I right. mean, they were really blowing something up. They were really wrecking that car. It, it, was, it was a lot of fun. Right, right. Um, well, you're listening to Doug Nicely. He's with Eagle Rock Studios right here in Gwinnett, which is the largest film sound studio in the country right here in Gwinnett. And uh, really interesting conversation about the business and the industry and the r- huge impact that it's had here in, here in Georgia. Doug, what are some of the other shows that you're talking to uh, there at Eagle Rock? Doesn't sound like you used all your space. Well, we have a stage left, but one of the shows is, is moving into in there. Okay. Uh, we're really full. I mean, really it, already. Yeah. Were it, you it, like full from the get go? Well, what happened was we had a show uh, come. We got our CO in March of fourteen. Yes. Okay. Yeah. No. No. March of fifteen. Really? Okay. Yeah, this is. I mean, a, a year ago we were just starting to build the walls. Okay. Okay. Uh, so we got our CO this last March. We had some shows looking. One of the shows said that they wanted the whole space the entire building uh so we did a deal with them and then they pushed which means that the show didn't get made right away but what happened was that was right at the time when movies are kind of in cycles uh so when other shows that were here were looking we were telling people well Lionsgate has a hold on the whole building Mm -hmm. if you want to wait 30 days you can, but they just went out and found other, others, 
other places. Uh, then our the first movie we had in was Gary Marshall's Mother's Day. Okay. Uh, Gary Marshall, pretty woman, but he did Laverne and Shirley. He's been right, around right, forever. Right, he's right, yeah, he's yeah. 81 years old, and, and wow. he's amazing. So they were the first show that came in, and, and that was a lot of fun. Then they left. Uh, Sony came in with Powers, which is the PlayStation series, and then we have the, the Lionsgate there now. Um, are there some directors that when you hear them coming in, you go, oh, no. And others, you go, oh, this will be fun? There's, I mean, does the director kind of dictate the personality of the crew? Yes. Okay. And, and I personally, when I heard it was Gary Marshall, yeah, I really wanted that show right. to come to Eagle Rock because I wanted to see him work. Uh, he's, he's a legend. He's, right. He's just, he's amazing. Right. Uh, you don't really, I mean, their egos and, and it depends. The director is a lot more important in films than in TV. That makes sense. A lot the, of sense. Yeah. In, in TV, because they're doing multiple episodes, it's, it's really the, the writer, the showrunner. Sure. I don't know how they do it, but it's, there's a person that, that, uh, Kevin Williamson, Okay, mm-hmm. he's he did Dawson's Creek. He did you know, uh, he he does the show. He write he comes up with the idea. He writes it, and uh, that's for TV. Then the directors are basically just hired guns. Because he's kind of the director, isn't he? He's got the final say. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. I mean, some of these comedy guys, I don't see how they do it. Well, they have a staff. I mean, it, it, I know, but still, I mean, it's got to be hard. Seinfeld was a genius. I know. He Larry wrote it. Did. He wrote it himself, right? Well, he had a. There was a staff, but he and Larry David, and they yeah. they were just amazing. Yeah, yeah. Um. Well, um. So as you as we go forward, a couple of things uh, we probably ought to hit on again is, um, I think it's important for citizens of Georgia to realize the huge economic impact that the industry is having. I think a lot of people downtown who are feeding and uh, uh, housing and, and all these things have seen it and they felt it. So it's real important that we continue the, the, uh, the, the tax credit. It is. And it's also creating jobs. Right, huge. And the average salary for a crew person in the film industry is about 75000 a now, year. Now, is all this union... This, Most of it is, yeah. It, and Georgia is it, still a right to work state, but the the studios are signatory. I heard though that a lot of, a lot of folks they bring in from other places. Is no, that still true? No, okay. there's and there's a very good. Um, the governor started the the film academy to right. where they're, they're training people. So uh, there is a there was there still is a shortage of labor mm-hmm. in Georgia, especially for trained positions. So they're starting the film academy where people can go and learn how to be a grip or how to be an electric or, or the basics so that they can get a job and, and, okay. and work. Okay. Uh, it, it was at one point probably 60, 40 for 60% of the people were brought in, 40% from Georgia on features. And if you go down to Pinewood on Marvel, they're doing, uh, uh, I forget which one it is now, but the... Uh, Guardians of the Galaxy right, too okay. is starting up. So those are such big movies, and the they're very specialized in, in their needs. So they're bringing a lot of people in. But if you go over to to our studio and walk through, 
probably 90%, if not more, of the people. Are Georgia people. Are Georgia people. And they may have moved here, like, like me. I mean, I, have, I see people all the time. I just, before I left here, I was walking down one of the breezeways. Mm-hmm. And craft services, the, you have catering, and then craft services, all the, the drinks and snacks and stuff. The movie crews are fed continually. I'm walking down the breezeway. I look over. I see this face. And we stop, and I'm like, where do I know you from? And, and then it, it, it's like, okay, well, 20 years ago, we worked together in Wilmington. Wow, okay. But she lives here now. I live here now. Right. So if you're a small business owner, and let's say you run a um, hotel, you run a restaurant, uh, whatever, um, what's the best way to plug into some of these people to let them know that you're available to provide services to them? Well, we have... Like I said, we have the, the vendor list that we do for Gwinnett County. Right. Uh, each show also, like, finds their own vendors, and, and and those kind of travel with the show. But it's really just call us, tell us what you have, because it's more than just the it's dry cleaning. Mm-hmm. It's copiers. It's paper. You know, all your office I supplies. Can, uh, it's it's an, so, lumber. It's right. paint. It, it's... It, it's amazing how much movies and TV shows use. It, um, I think we can appreciate some of that, but probably not the complete magnitude of it. And you're shaking your head like, no, you cannot. No, you can't. I mean, <laughs> and until you see it, you can't, you can't imagine. Well, if you can imagine a living room, say, on uh, one of these shows that we watch every week, I mean, that's got to be built. Yes. Uh I'm a big NCIS fan. I mean, that's got to go inside. That's got to go outside. You got to have a lab. You got to have a morgue. You got to have all these things. They all got to look right. Well, and then every, you know, you go, they go into a location. They go pick somebody's house or they go and pick somebody's business. But chances are that when they do that, they're going to paint, they're going to wallpaper, they're going to bring in new furniture. They're going to, I mean, it's every day they're they're doing major makeovers mm-hmm. to to multiple places and then you've got 40 shows in atlanta right now what are the top shows in atlanta well it's in sonoy but walking dead's probably the biggest oh one. yeah 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 that's you know, right it, yeah. It, it, it's huge but there's i i actually don't know them all there there's uh vampire diaries and the originals mm-hmm. those are both julie plex shows and those are actually like out in well they're in DeKalb County uh and she's also got another one called containment that's in Midtown uh there's Devious Maze is just starting back up on, on its fourth season and there's there's a lot that I I know the names but I, I don't okay. really watch yeah, it's amazing um I wish NCIS would come shoot here but they're on that CBS lot up there in uh Studio City, I guess, right? I think. Well, there's different shows, but I think some of them too are at Manhattan Beach Studios. And okay, okay. But um, anyway, we. Uh, my son-in-law's out there, and uh, we go out there a lot, so I can see my daughter and my granddaughter. So we've gotten pretty a little familiar with Studio City and all that that's out yeah, there. Yeah. Well, there's how many different CI- there's there's multiple shows aren't there ncis a bunch of ncis's yeah. Yeah. yeah yeah so they're all over the place well doug it's been really great thank you having you on um if you're a small business owner i don't know what you learned other than uh 
What you need to do is plug into Eagle Rock and get on their vendor list is what I heard. Doesn't yes. matter what you do. No, it, it really doesn't matter what you do. Because they're going to need it at some point. I mean, just a while back, somebody needed special steel. Okay? And so told them to go. You know, there's a place up off of Peachtree Industrial called Ryerson or something like that. You might want to talk to them. Went up there, and they had it. You know, and, and who would have known? That and how big a check did they write? I don't, I don't have any it idea. It was a pretty nice check, I would it think. It was, but yeah. it, it was just, here's a business that yeah. you'd never think was linked to it, but they needed eight-inch bar stock, you know, this massive bar stock to make something out of it. Wow. So they went up to Ryerson, and, and it was right there in Gwinnett County. Wow. All right. Well, Doug, thanks for being here. Thank you for having and, me. And, uh, Steve, we missed you, but uh, we've had fun anyway, and uh, we'll catch you next time. And um, you've been listening to uh, On the Money, brought to you by Embassy National Bank. Uh, today was Doug Nicely from Eagle Rock Studios. We are actually broadcasting live from the um, Small Business Summit here at Gwinnett Center that was hosted by the Gwinnett Chamber. Um, Embassy, uh, on the Money, brought to you by NBC National Bank. You can get us on Twitter at on underscore the underscore money. Uh, and then the number one, or you can, uh, or you can go out to our website and, and see it and hear it on the money.businessradiox.com. We're also out on iTunes and we're now new on uh, YouTube at Business Radio X Gwinnett Studio channel. So I'm Joe Moss and I'm glad I did it. Doug, thank you again. And um, we'll see everybody next time. And uh, be careful out there. And but also uh, leave fear in the back seat. So until next time, we'll talk to you later. Thank you. <laughs>